indicative of ass cheeks. Like there's symbolism yeah. that might suggest ass cheeks. <laughs> is there a joke in Jack Frost where you see his butt? Am I am I entirely making that up? In in the the Michael Keaton Jack Frost. God, something is ringing a bell. Either that, or I I've f- just seen a snowman's ass. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I can't. I can't, I can't tell. My yeah, my, like, my neurons are out, misfiring. Like Oh, I made a mistake. Why? What'd you do? Don't search Jack Frost's ass unless... <laughs> because I don't know if you remember this, Tim, but uh, iconic animated heartthrob Jack Ooh. Frost okay. from Legends of the Guardians or Guardians of the Legends of Gahul or whatever that one's called. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. He's nipping Stop. at something. But uh, yeah, the first few... Uh, the first few uh, hold on a second. Jack Frost... What's it? Michael Keaton, right? Sure, this yeah. is gonna. Uh, let's see how this goes. Michael Keaton, Jack Frost, <laughs> Snowman's ass. <laughs> Mike, Michael Jack. It, it's strange. Google Analytics is showing that this is the first time this has ever been searched. <laughs> Bizarre. That's the only way that I can uh, reach climax. Now is I need to know. I need to be. I need to know that uh, it's an original bust. Yeah. <laughs> original bust. <laughs> There's no wrong way to eat it. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't find anything. So I think we're both having like a shared delusion right now. Yeah. Yep. The folie à deux. What is this? uh, Is this a line from... Did you just call me butt dad? I ought to make you butt boy. (laughs) That's a line from Jack Frost? (laughs) I don't remember that. I think it's a gotchi mucha line. My balls are freezing. Never thought I'd say that with a smile on my face. <laughs> Dude, is it time for critical appreciation of Jack Frost? It's Three so balls, funny to like... two sticks, one quart nose. Snowman? You're, you're... No, much, much more. <laughs> it's very funny to do like, all right, so it's a movie. This kid's dad gets turned into a snowman. What's our first jokes? Talk about his dick. Talk about his balls. What, what's the status on his dick and his balls? Yeah, are they called? I guess, probably. Yeah, oh, that's really good stuff. want us to put that in. Yeah, put that in as many times as you possibly can. Why are dicks Modern so funny? Dudes. It's because they're vulnerable and just hanging around. Yeah, what is probably. that? Why is that funny? And you're not supposed to see it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. there's plenty of things you're not supposed to see. Like, yeah, that's, that's where true. they print money. <laughs> that's not funny. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. Let's let's We're going to cross that out for a qualifier. <laughs> Do we have shit to be talking about here? Listen. Wonder Woman is going to come out on HBO Max. So we'll start about that. Um, I think, I mean, it's interesting. It, it is what it is. I mean, it's pretty, I, I, I think it's kind of predictable. And I, I think that the fact that the trades are taking it and going, it's a huge deal. It's like anybody could have seen this coming nine months ago. I think it's just the richest of the rich were very trying to delude themselves into thinking that this wasn't going to be the the option. Because I don't think this is optimal, right? I don't think that they want to no, be definitely this not. stuff on, on home, home streaming, especially... Is, is it going to cost money? Is it going to cost additional on Max, or has it become a I part don't, of the sub? I don't think so. I think okay. that it just come. I think it just hits HBO Max, and that's the end of well, it. Well, oh, there, there you go. I mean, like, it's just that that's a different metric in which they can measure the success of it. I mean, they're still going to go by views, but they want to try to convert new memberships. And yeah. look, in a lot of ways, you're looking at the future of movies and of media well, and entertainment in general. But you know, I think that this is just—it's coming out on in theaters as well, though, so people can yeah, choose yeah, to uh, go. Sure, but they—it's coming out in theaters in the same way that it came out on VHS and DVD. Eventually, <laughs> one of those is going to stop, and the other is going to proceed until the next big thing comes around. Yeah. And I think theaters are the—I uh, I don't think theaters will ever go coming away. soon to Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah, <laughs> and VHS, VHS. <laughs> is cassette coming? Here? Shut up! Yeah. Was there over? There must not have been. There was no overlap between. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, is there anything that has a VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray release? It must be the earliest possible well, Blu-ray release. So, well, certainly yes, but all, but not in the not in the way of yes, like, yes, yes, yes. But in the same release like window, like as yeah, in yeah, not like know. a VHS that's and then a re-release. That's a great later. question. We'll we'll look it up. Be I would sure imagine, to log no. on to www.whydoyouwantanowthis.com. <laughs> Um, yeah, submit our submit our identification and let us know. Um, but yeah, man, yeah, who, whatever, who cares? I mean, like, 
This has been this has been a long time coming, and this is just what it took to tip it over. We've been talking about yeah. you know new releases on VOD forever. It's just been like a, a gussied up uh, straight to video until the pandemic forced it not to be. And now it's, I'm excited think, to watch it, man. Like I, I'm yeah, I'm happy yeah, they're doing that. And it's kind of interesting because yeah, like, and this isn't even yeah I'm not even talking about the the subject matter of the movie. It's, it's just like yeah, just yeah. the the product the presenting the presenting of it is just so unique and and um it's uh. It, Sorry, what were you gonna say? I'm sure they didn't have another choice. Like I'm, like there's no version yeah. of something like this happens where the huge. I mean, it's wonderful. Like even you know, it's weird to think about, but even like Disney's Mulan remake, which is humongous, huge, absolutely gigantic, so much money. Even that, I was kind of like, yeah, I see how. Right. Given everything, maybe that goes on. Disney Plus. And even then, it was a rent. You know, you had to pay for it. It was 20 bucks or whatever. Right. Or 30 bucks. I don't remember how much it was. And uh, But this is interesting that it's fucking Wonder Woman. Huge, huge superhero yeah, specifically one, property. Yeah. Wonder Cons- Woman. Considered the best of that series, I would say. Easily, hands what down. What is considered the best of the series, yeah. Hands down. Yeah. And I think um, it was also like a billion dollar movie, right? Wonder Woman made a shitload of money. A billion dollar, yeah, not, not in budget, right? Like in, no, 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 no. I'm saying, but yeah. like. It, yeah, it, it made it, it made a, a bundle. Um, Crazy. <laughs> I think what what also complicates all of this is the fact that like so the, the the way that you would market this if you know home releases on VOD is get together like a group of friends like yeah, we'll get an intimate thing together and all watch watch this movie but you can't even sell it that way because because you can't like you don't want people to get together so the the it's very strange the way that. The, the company's instinct should be to make VOD seem a lot more appealing because it seems like they're still holding on to movie theaters like now at theaters, but it's also coming out of VOD. That's fine. You know, you can see it on HBO Max, too. It feels like they're not they're, their hearts aren't into it. So I think everyone else's isn't just because like what yeah. what's the marketing like? Hey, watch this by yourself. Hey, here you go. Like, I, well, I don't what's know. It's really it's, fascinating. It's hard to is sell that it as like a big event when, when it's it, saying, hey, this is going to happen I in your room. I don't know how digital distribution works exactly, but I have to imagine when it is on Disney Plus slash HBO Max, and it is a Warner Brothers or Disney thing. I have to imagine they get just such a significantly higher percentage of whatever money it makes. It's weird on HBO Max because if they're not charging for it, like the Mulan thing I understood because it's like, that's straight into the vein, man. We we were giving them a direct injection, like here you go specifically. But I don't know because then is it like... One, what do you because mean? It's I, I, on, I'm sorry, can you, can you rephrase this question? I don't, I don't understand what you mean. So like... W- the hanging on to, to theaters thing is fascinating to me because it seemed to me that it was a little more, and I don't know if this is true, but it seemed to me that it's like theaters were more dependent on theatrical releases. I know that sounds stupid, but like, is it really like, I don't know, I guess it's a, the stealing thing comes in. If you put it online, it's it's then immediately like, all right, well, we're, we are literally opening the floodgates that there's going to be a huge lack of... of People, in, yeah, paying, people like buying sharing it, accounts gonna, and stuff. It's just immediately going to happen in, in in a way that doesn't oh, happen Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Theaters. You know what I'm saying? Because right. like, already, I mean, isn't it already like so well-known that most of your ticket price doesn't even go to the movie itself? And the, right. the theater relies on you buying... Or is that... Do I have that backwards? Yeah, vice versa, that, yeah. The most of it goes to the, the movie itself, the distributor itself, and the theater relies on concessions and all that No, well, I guess stuff. I don't and know now, what the fuck I'm talking would, about. But I know, no, I know exactly what you're saying. I think you're you're halfway there because you're right. There is a, there's an open risk there of having like an extremely high quality rip of this theatrical release film online, but it's going to happen immediately. Right. But I, I, but I feel like the lawyer brains have seen this and like, even as, as someone who has been a, you know, uh, software and media pirate for an extended amount of time, do not do it anymore. Absolutely not. Uh, I have noticed that, you know, just the avenues to receive, to get that stuff is, are, closing like they're just smaller piracy seems mm. to be smaller than it's ever been at least on the face like maybe maybe there's still big usenet sites and there's there's big whales going on behind the scenes but like at, at this point it has become a lot easier to get media for a cheap reasonable price so naturally piracy phases right. out that's just the and way that's all like, we all the, wanted that's all everyone's ever exactly. been screaming that's about the marketing the marketing reaction to it now that now the issue is becoming like now nobody wants you to own anything ever now they just want you to rent stuff all the time and mm-hmm. uh, just ha- have, you know, subsurfaces to everything. And I think that makes a lot of people uneasy and kind of brought a small surge back to piracy. But I, I don't really think that that's anything they're too concerned about. I think that they've, they're not really too worried about that kind of stuff. They're going to have a lot of conversions. And I think that that's, they know that those, um, 
those monthly tickets that people are going to forget, you know, they sign up for HBO Max and then forget about it, is worth more right. than the entance ticket to see Wonder Woman. And hopefully that money just, just balances out. But there is, there is the pee in the pool it. aspect of it. That sucks. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, oh, here, here's the warm section of this huge pool. You're going to feel it for a minute and then it'll fade back into the, the, the you know, cacophony of, of uh, content that's here. Like, listen, as a per like if I made one of these movies, right, or if I was in one, I would want more than anything for it to just be out. Like, I wouldn't be as, <laughs> like, as far as, do, <laughs> sure. do you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't really be, because obviously that's not where my responsibility would be necessarily like when it's out of your hands like this when a movie performs poorly because it sucked and nobody went to see it yes that reflects on the director whoever was in it and stuff like that but like not when it's this situation when it's like oh the Mm -hmm. reason that they're not putting it out is because people can't go to movie theaters so we just we have to make a weird decision and me i would be like well hell yeah i don't i don't fucking care if it makes warner brothers another billion dollars i want a billion people to watch it you know what i mean like right i don't know so it's it's in a sense it's extremely cool i think we're yeah we're just we're just picking at like it sounds weird like it sounds like we're being critical of it or something but it's more just true curiosity and i wish i could talk to someone who really understands how that works and actually maybe i just think it's i might have i I, i'm sorry please i was just saying um, we don't hold me to this because i have to this is a whole conversation i'd have to have with somebody but there's maybe someone we could talk to about this specifically with wonder woman on hbo okay Or the, we'll, we'll maybe uh, we'll dig them up and see what we can and see what we can't find. If we can't, uh, everything we said is right. Yes, correct, hundred percent so accurate. You listening? That's what's ha- that's how it works. Moving on. Anyway, um, um, what, what, what I was going to say on this in? on the subject of HBO Max, something interesting. I well, two things. I I've been sporadically watching Doctor Doolittle. Okay. With Robert Downey Jr. and I like mm-hmm. it. I don't give a sh- wait. Okay, anybody says. What? I prefer the interpretation of that sentence that you're watching the Eddie Murphy, uh, Doctor Doolittle, and Robert yeah. Downey Jr. is over. Yeah, with Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Yeah, he's he a huge fan. Now, now, why didn't we do this? <laughs> he loves the Murphy. Just like he's like, oh, I really should have watched this before we did mine. <laughs> There's so much good stuff here. The turtles, they want to fuck. Yeah, good. Have you, ever, have you um, heard the Jamie Fox impression that he does of of Robert Downey Jr.? No, that's it's actually not. really funny. He's just like, he's just like, fuck it, let's do it. Fuck it, absolutely. It's just, <laughs> it's just really, really spot on. Anyway, man, he's funny. Anyway, um, he, he is funny. He's uh, multi talented. I like. Just it. can't get a good superhero role. Anyway. It's not. You want to know what makes it weird? What exclusively what? I could pinpoint? Now I would say that across the board, it's all it's all slightly. It's all slightly off a complete bullseye, but not by not even by so much that it's it's almost like I'm surprised it got the ire that it did. Like mm-hmm. it's not. I don't know. I thought it was completely. I, I don't know. I I again will maintain and retain. <laughs> I should know that this there was nothing inherently doomed about doing more like the books, do little adventures with talking animals, kind of like. A world traveler adventurer guy. Yeah, That's I don't think cool. I don't think I don't think anybody's issue with it was inherently the 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 concept or that it wasn't Eddie Murphy's Doctor Doolittle. I think it was that like he's doing an accent from nowhere. Uh, but that, it's yeah, a bizarre I, script, dude. This is what I mean by he was. It was an inch away. Not and not and I almost I don't even want <laughs> to say it as like an inch. <laughs> like no no no. It is same way. It's like if a building is a foot off, everything collapses and crumbles. <laughs> Listen, the beams, they were just, it was like eight inches away from the spot it needed to be. I'm telling you, he was taking a swing that, I don't know if it was the the time in the world. I don't know if we pop just... (laughs) The world wasn't ready. No, no, no. It's not even like, I'm not even saying that the world wasn't ready. I'm saying like, I don't know. I I will not pretend to understand the un quantifiable fabric of what makes something a weird performance good or iconic or not i i don't know i don't know what that is the, yeah. the comp the comp for for how, a million but how reasons. much of it is in the composition of the movie itself too right because like easily easily like jack captain jack sparrow could be considered fucking a weird ass performance if that movie wasn't paced the way it was or like you know but the movie moves pretty i, I don't know man i thought it was totally like like beat for beat it all made extreme sense to me his wife 
him and his wife used to go on adventures and then she goes on a boat and doesn't come back because she's dead, I guess. And then the uh, a little girl comes and says, the queen is dying. We need your help. And he goes and talks to a octopus and the octopus tells him that she was poisoned. It's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> I liked it. I didn't is finish this a Van, it yet. Is this a Van Helsing situation? I think it might be, man. Where it's us, us against he's, the world. I, you know what else it is? It is impossible to do an impression of what he does in that movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. believe me, I was trying. Like, he would say a thing and I would try. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> to be scared. It's impossible. I don't know what he's doing. And I'm, I, yeah. I'm telling he's you. Like, he he's, was, like An, he's like Antonio Banderas doing an English accent. It's also funny because the voice itself, the accent itself that he's doing might be... It might be 99% of the one inch that it's over. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because, like, no, the performance in general, he's funny, and it's and the way he talks to the animals is funny, and but that voice is so strange. Yeah, it's like he went to Tommy Wiseau for, like, vocal, uh, vocal affectations. It really is from nowhere. It's a very bizarre accent. I'm sure he was doing an impression of a specific person. I'm yeah. sure, like, and I kind of remember yeah, I, hearing I was about in, that. I was in like, Catalan, and now this is this is a Catalan accent. It's like, yeah, it sounds like you're from fucking nowhere. So I don't know. I don't, know, I don't care where it's from. I, it sounds weird to me. I'm gonna make this iconic because I I think it deserves it. <laughs> okay, blow it up. Everyone needs start, to start go with appreciation. Y'all need to appreciate what Robert Downey Jr. did in this Doolittle movie because it's weird and it's fun. And you All know right? what? That like any stories like that always bum me out because I, you know, when when a movie is at first torn apart and then later appreciated, because I bet if this does come back around, people are like, oh, actually, this is brilliant. Rob Dunn Jr. is brilliant. Like he was probably really, really upset. Like when this came out, nobody was into it. Just really upset. I can imagine that's just such a fucking shitty feeling. Dude, to like I, fail, you know, in in a lot of ways, like yeah, he's Rob Downey Jr. He gets to go home and be super rich, but to fail on that large of a scale, man, it just must be really embarrassing. Like I know it, it, he's rich, sure again, but fuck. Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine he's also got the spirit of like, fuck it, let's do it. I'm gonna, fuck it. yeah, like I'll try. You know, I tried that. I thought it was interesting. I don't know, man. <laughs> he's referring to heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I tried that. Oh, no, I think he was cocaine. I think cocaine was his thing. He's amazing. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, anyway. we love Iron Man. We do, don't we? Uh, I, I I love the president for, or the principal from um, school from for scoundrels. Charlie McDonald. Thank you. School for it. scoundrels. Damn it! What the fuck's it called, Charlie? It's, gonna try, it's not Charlie. Charlie Saint Brown. Clown. Charlie Bartlett. Charlie Bartlett. Charlie Bartlett. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Woo. He's actually really good in that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's like right. Right as he's crested. Yeah. That was as, that was as, the uh, upswing because I think that's post Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, but, but he, filmed, he filmed that. I think that came out after Iron Man. Oh, did it really? I believe so. So I think that's like the start. No, 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 no. No way. Nah, Regardless. No. Regardless. Um, I wanted to quickly also, there's another jumping off from HBO Max. I watched on Disney Plus this movie called Clouds, which okay. is a Disney Plus original. Charlie um, Saint? <laughs> no, actually, there's no Charlie Bartlett Saint Cloud. Charlie Bartlett St. Cloud D with a chance of meatballs, too. Oh, yeah. Fast. Too Thank furious. you. <laughs> yeah, Tokyo, go to Tokyo Drift. Um, anyway. anyway um, regardless, whatever about the movie. It's funny. I watched this whole movie, and then I was reading about it, and I completely missed. This sounds going to sound really stupid if you ever watch this movie, but I completely missed that it that it is like a faith-based movie. Uh-oh. It's like a bad... I didn't... Like, there's certainly... There's certainly... Uh, hmm. Elements of that and their religion, and they oh, they're, they're, they're talking about they're talking about grace a lot in this movie. Now, listen, I yeah, will probably, say probably nothing weird. A main plot point of this movie, a main plot point, is that they go. I don't remember where they go to Europe somewhere. I think it's in Italy, somewhere where they get like rebaptized in this in this like chamber. And then when he comes out of it is when he's like, oh, I should be writing music. He's, he has cancer. This is a true story thing. I don't know if you remember this. It was this kid, the, this kid and his friend who wrote a song. You, I think you would recognize the song if you heard it. It's the... You know that? Yeah, definitely. Totally. thousand percent. I no, think it's like, I don't know. It's like, and we go who let 
the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? <laughs> you know that one? No. <laughs> anyway, um, regardless of the movie, whatever, whatever. What I found was interesting. Everybody in that movie, it was it was very, it was like a cheesy thing, a little bit um, cute enough. It actually got me a couple times emotionally. So bravo to Clouds. And everybody in it was actually pretty darn good. I thought there was like performance-wise, everybody was doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, what was fascinating to me was that this was a Warner Brothers picture. They shot, it was, Warner Brothers got the rights to the memoir by the mom of the kid. And that whole movie was put together and I think shot while still Warner Brothers. And then it was, it was purchased by Disney Plus. And now yeah, it says I mean, a Disney it, Plus original. Yeah, but this it, is what, yeah, it like, literally says Disney's clouds. Why, on the, on the why not? Why did that not go to HBO Max? If, if Wonder Woman ends up on there, like what the hell? I wonder if maybe they they thought that this would play better on Disney, and, and maybe I think it has. Is, to be fair, I think they were completely right because right that, this is taken off in that you know YA almost in a in a, I say this hesitantly, but almost in like the way that some of the Netflix original movies that are sort of the teen mm-hmm. stuff are kind of popping. It kind of did in that, and I would say the quality wise, as far as the take your pick of the Netflix original movie stuff that is like this it was it's immediately just the fidelity is way higher you're just immediately looking at the images on the screen and you're like ah yes a movie that has money in they've made it and it's shot really well and everybody in it is really good (laughs) so it it it, it seems like the deal was that um wb just needed the money straight up i guess like they they needed the money no that's that's what it is i just looked i looked at the article like they just needed the money quick and sold film rights to uh to disney yeah so and I and I think that you know it's like like you just said that it that it it's good. I think that's probably better on Disney. I think it really plays so better out, yeah. for everyone involved. It really worked. I, yeah. It it does also want me. It makes me. Here's my next point. There's a fascinating trend um, now on the nights when I watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Occasionally there won't be a new episode when we're trying to watch it, right? But it's like sort of a rhythm with that group of people. And so every so often they'll put on like some random kind of teen again just take your pick of random netflix movie or just i don't want to say like bad things but things that are very that you know their yeah, goal so you're are all to, in your you're all in your fucking late 20s y'all should be putting on dateline or <laughs> the weather what are you teen what are you doing get your minds right i love to get together with the damn crew Put on we watch the, the stocks. <laughs> but anyway, we put these on every so often, and I have noticed a troubling trend, and, and Shannon's with me on this. I, I, and I find it actually genuinely troubling. I don't like it. There is a trend. There is teen sex and drugs on these shows. Dude, they are smooching. They're kissing lips to lips. Wait, is that and actually I w- what you are going to say? No. No. Okay, what I was going to say please. was um, there is a plot device point in all of these movies where somebody has to go viral it happens in all of them they mm-hmm. they post their song or their thing or they tripped and fell and it was embarrassing and then it goes viral but then they're like wait we can use this you're viral or they wrote a post <laughs> that goes viral and i'm i wish i was exaggerating that it is nearly every single one of these we've watched at some point oh, somebody sure. goes viral Somebody, and that's like the aspirational like that's the thing that's the coolest thing that happens to this person in the movie and um, I find it upsetting, but also I find it, I'm not going to try to say it's like even like harmful or whatever. I just think it's weird, but I also think it's obviously very um, indicative of like, well, yeah, all like so much of, it's the same as like, you know, whatever f- fucking teen stuff that came out in the early 2000s and stuff where it was like, oh, we did the big thing, you know, we threw the biggest party for our high school or we ended up crushing at the talent show in front of everybody. It's like, an, it's always, there's always been this element of like, it's an attention thing or it's a, yeah, well, it, look, yeah, it's I'm a fantasy, cool. like a, it's like a fantasy a thing. Wish it, fulfillment fantasy. Yeah. And it makes sense that I think with the current way that these people under 20 are living their lives in, incredibly online with each other. And that's how they talk. And I'm not even trying to say that that's like, as far as the quality of that, of that social life as if it's so much worse or anything, I would never make that judgment. Cause I don't actually think that's true. I've watched my little brother be extremely close is, and great what friends. Is, what are you saying? I'm, I'm, I'm confused about what the, I'm saying that the people of a certain age right now, I think 
way more than us live their lives socially and all their friends and their friendships, even in high school and stuff, are happening more on social media and, and just the texting each other and it's all FaceTime and that kind of thing, that it makes sense that then as a reflection of that in some of the movies that are about people that age, part of that wish fulfillment rather than, oh, I threw the biggest party of the school year, right. that wish fulfillment becomes like, oh, I went incredibly viral my video took yeah. off or whatever yeah i guess and, and it's this has also been like i find that so you remember iCarly, right how incredibly prescient yeah. of the series like how, they, they really really Montana. saw it coming it was all yeah, it's been yeah, about Hannah being Montana, famous sure. for a long time but yeah you're right iCarly about the streamer yeah, yeah this isn't like a, this isn't like a new thing i i guess it's it's not that it makes being a being famous an aspirational thing but I think on a certain level, yeah, being famous fucking dope. Going virus viral can feel fucking cool and great. Going and virus. sometimes when you're, so yes, going virus. That's a very uh, uncle way. Her, her video <laughs> went virus. <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, I mean, that's that, that is my catchphrase. If anybody's ever going to print a T-shirt for me, it's going to say, "Yeah, I know. I mean, it's one of those things where," and then it's my face. Thank you. Um, yeah. Here's the I, I thing just, could be the beef. It, yeah. If we make t-shirts for reasonable beef, it just says, here's the thing. Right. I, ha- and, I have a hard this. time. Look, I have a hard time arguing against things like this when it's, when it's like, okay, so what, what does media teach us? What should media teach us are the things that we like and the things that are good. And a lot of times it'll be someone having great financial success or being greatly validated by other people. Um, and, and it's hard to argue against that because it's like, yeah, those things are great, feel good, and are something to be aspirational to. But I, I see what you mean, where it's also maybe we should be um, – because the adults that write these these shows don't understand the effect that that has on yeah, kids' minds. and I think that's another thing. So I think thing maybe we should engage this like, a little bit on a lower yeah. level. But you got to be I, careful I, to not be like, think of the children, which I, I – as I get older, I certainly are like, kids shouldn't be watching this. But it's like I was fucking watching like like – terrorists decapitate people at 13 <laughs> years old on fucking yeah. on 4chan it's like i i have no right to tell no <laughs> to I, to... i'm not even going in that direction at all i'm not when i say troubling it's not even that i mean like ah it's poisoning the brains it's more like right I, i'm <laughs> oh what does it say about society sure I, I, yeah there's something about it that feels and you know what i bet i bet a huge element is if i'm gonna be completely like honest with myself part of me mm-hmm. is like that doesn't just, it's not that easy. You don't just, you don't just put your song yeah. out. And yeah, you motherfuckers. It no, sometimes it is. Sometimes you're just hot true. and you do it's a true. good, you do a good song that sounds enough like every other song that people are like, wow, okay. Yeah. But then, you know, it's, there is, it's fascinating when also then the person's like actually really good and you're like, ah, sick. Sure. Absolutely. Anyway. Some people, some people go viral. Some people don't. Some people get virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, explain, yo, explain this to me. How come it is? How come it is that? How come it is that I don't want to get a virus on my computer, but I want to go viral? Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, these computers—they're bad news. Um, anyway. I watched a show. I've been watching a show for a while, a couple of years mm-hmm. at this point, and I'm gonna—I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know. It's called the Great British Bake Off. Ah, <sighs> okay. I'm glad the I can Great finally come. British Bake Off, Roth. So. Here's something you should first know. Uh, mm-hmm. For English listeners in America, the show is called the Great British Baking Show because Bake Off is a copyrighted term in the United States. Um, just so you know. So I will be referring to it by its British show, uh, uh, English name. Which, but on Netflix, it is called the Great British Baking Show. So if you I take issue it, with that as well because Bake Off is a thing that I've been doing all the time. It's very, it's yeah. a very complicated procedure. It's what, I, I, usually, I, I set the timer for the <laughs> clock and I see if I can finish before it's done. Cooling it's more time like, counts. Let's just say this. It's a combination of two of my favorite activities. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I don't know. Was that, was that clear? Do you understand yeah. what I'm no, doing? No, I, because I, I, I said exactly explicitly what the joke was. Then you were like, look, I'm going to keep uh, implying. Anyway, go ahead. I was the stupid idiot. Look, uh, and it, it is the most pleasant cooking competition show in the entire world. Which is uh, something that I didn't think that I really liked, but in the the last couple of years, I've really been enjoying like cooking competition shows and and um, just like cooking content in general, like food content. Just it, yeah. it, it is just very easy to produce. Very very. Too, uh, I don't know I if like it's em. cheap to produce, but it's great stuff. It is really great content and just is a great insight into something that you will not see unless you're looking for it. I think that's what's so interesting about it to me is that like 
you're not really ever exposed to interesting cooking styles and baking styles and in really any other media or anything you'll watch unless you're going to look for it specifically. So I feel like it's one of the few things that you can watch that is mindlessly entertaining, but also extremely educational if you're paying attention. Um, Yeah. So to that end, I don't learn shit from American cooking shows, and I am shocked at just the the average. So the Great British Baking Shows, they take like 10 people at the beginning, and you you try out, but they're all amateur bakers. But the things that they're making are just like, okay, you're going to build a 10-foot croquembouche with, with lime juice insert pipettes. And the American shows are just like, yeah, it's a... A ham, bacon, and honey sandwich. I hope you like it. Like it's 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 very <laughs> distinct. Just the skill involved, and and I've heard this comparison done with like English and American quiz shows. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's uh, uh, Pat Oswalt has the great joke of like a solve Planck's constant, and your reward is a packet of crisps, a packet <laughs> of crisps, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, just for no money. But man, it is really like the same fucking the same goddamn thing. Uh, but the show is extremely yeah. pleasant. Uh, it, it is very like the competition is between the, the, uh, competitors and their dish, not necessarily the competitors with each other. So they kind of yeah. have this really great rapport that grows throughout the course of the season. And there, there's been eight seasons of it so far. This, um, I think it's actually on its sundowning days of popularity. Like a couple seasons ago, it was really at its hotness. Uh, yeah, but I what's also either interesting- last year or whatever, I, even I jumped in cause it was, it was yeah, so just everywhere on social hot. media. Right. But I think what's interesting about this season is that um, just through through some miracle of of wheeling and dealing and knowing people, Noel Fielding and Matt Lucas are the hosts of this show, who are just yeah. like, it is like a pleasant outside traditional British cooking show. And you have yeah. these two extremely bizarre, wet looking alt British comedians <laughs> that host it. And it's just, it, it's a very striking, striking, uh, just juxtaposition. Cause it, you know, and the hosts are these two traditional, um, cooking show people. It, it's this Paul Hollywood and, um, Prue, I, mean the, I forget her last the name. The judges? Yes. And, the, and just juxtaposed against the host, yeah. it's like, it's clearly these two dudes <laughs> knew someone, like the executive producer loved uh, but, yeah, Little maybe, Britain and Mighty maybe Boosh. Maybe it was a pull to get, like that was part of the p- the pitch of getting people sure. to watch it, was like, and here are these like, alt, yeah, weirder alt, here's fucking old Greg, baby. Here he is. Greg, yeah. Old, old Greg and, uh, I, we actually, when, when I was, when I was last in London, we actually saw Matt Lucas at a, at a pub, oh. that's pretty cool, pretty dope. And uh, what did you do when you uh, saw ha- him? Hazel, Hazel said, "You know what that? You know what that is? He's called Matt Lucas." I'm like, "Why did you say he's called? Why does everyone say that? <laughs> he's called. That's Matt Lucas. That's how I would say that." It's he's funny if you called. combine them, it's even worse. That's called Matt Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the English weirdos. Um, but yeah, it was cool. He's very, he's very, he's extremely wet looking, and that's that's okay. <laughs> But oh, I'm sorry. So what I was saying, anyway, I was saying about the show. It's it's a it's a fantastic show. Um, very heartwarming. The cooking is great. It's shot very strong, very well, very interesting. I um, love the little drawings they do of the of the the right, imagining like before of the, the dish. cook. Yes, yeah. I it's love that just shit. some really really great stuff. Very easily watchable television. One of the better cooking shows that's that I've ever seen. Um, I'd watch it. Everybody probably knows about this already, and I might be preaching to the choir, but. <laughs> I'm all Tim's about like, this I'm stupid it. show. Now listen, I've been watching a weird little show. Let me tell you about Look, it. Look, have you guys seen this Survivor show? Y'all <laughs> heard about this? I was just watching Survivor. It's what a weird one to seen, pick. Y'all ever seen American Idol? Y'all ever been there? <laughs> no. Survivor's uh, they, cool. They, they, but I, I do think it is interesting the way that, like, England and America, I say England when I, I mean broadly the UK. I do that all the time. I'm, I'm ignorant. Uh, just the, the television and uh, it, it's I try so really hard to know. But I feel the like the movies are not. I use like active brain power to try to remember the difference, right. and and it yeah. it fails me I, almost every time. Still, I still call it like Great Britain. I don't think anyone. Um, but but I just think that the movie culture we get all pretty much a lot of English releases, a, a lot of English film releases, and a lot of English directors release things in America. Um, but I, I feel like that's not the way with television at all, and it's very rare that you'll just have like a big crossover like a like a Luther or a Downton Abbey or something like that. So I feel like, you know, with, with even though this may be one of the biggest shows in the in the world or in English television, here it's it I, I would like to uh I would like to invite you to check it out. You've never never considered such a thing. It is very pleasant. And it does mm-hmm. make you hungry. And it does make you a little bit feel like Remy from Ratatouille, where you're like, I can fucking cook. I'm I'm a Absolutely. little rat, but I could do that. I am a little rat, but I could do it. 
I also like uh, Zumbo's Just Desserts, which is the Australian one. Uh, and it's not, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I told you about this one, right? I don't know. Where it's like, there's, there, there's this, there's this, uh, pastry, he's not a pastry chef, but he's like a, a baker, like an experimental baker in Australia. His name is Adrian Zumbo. And they have him do this Willy Wonka style, uh, cooking show where he, he challenges all these people to do like these very bizarre creations. Like he'll, he'll do stuff like, a like it's a balloon cake and it's filled with real helium, you know, like stuff like that. But this guy cool. has absolutely no charisma at all. He's just like a normal guy. So he'll just come at it. Like, so they, the, the hosts have all the charisma and they'll be like, it's him. It's Zumbo. He's here. He's got the challenge. And then they cuts to him. And he's like, you'll be making a cake and it's, it's got, three layers and it's um it's it's green and blue and it looks like a rainbow and then then it cuts back to the hosts and they'll be like for this challenge it costs six zumbo coins to add players to add different colors to your thing i'm like what the fuck is australian this accent it is i'm just doing a silly voice you gotta do Um, a good you can you're you're pretty all right at it you should do it Hello, <laughs> welcome to Australia. Oh yeah, that, that's it, man. You're More really name Sheila. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I am Jackie. Uh, does Sheila have a gigantic lower jaw? No, but she does have a, a red jacket filled with money. <clears throat> that's a kangaroo anyway. jack joke. Anyway. What 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 are the content did you watch before we close this? Oh, that was show a kangaroo out? jack joke. Yes, it was. The coveted the coveted KJJ. Yes. <laughs> I have Rare I, I keep indeed. thinking about um I keep thinking about that scene. The uh the 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 only scene in that movie that's animated that has an animated <laughs> <Yeah>. kangaroo. <laughs> and I love the line where he's like, Jackie, you can talk? And he goes, Not only that, I can sing. And then he starts to rap. <laughs> Which I think is just so funny. Said hit, he doesn't uh, sing. Oh, uh, I see. It's a what a plot hole. <laughs> it's a, what a bungle. Biggest... I hope someone got fired for that blunder. I am Jackie Lit Jack Jackie Chan. They really are they really naming the kangaroo Jackie Chan? Just like they. What would he say? Uh, there's there's no way I could complete this joke without taking it in a horrible area. But just imagine, yeah, it's very funny. This. I am Jackie Chan, and I'd like to say blank. Folks, I'm not even going to joke. Don't mark it. Let them finish it. You can fill it in. If you want to like take it offensive, you can take it there. Mm-hmm. Bad day, bad day, bad day. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Jackie Chan is, um, that was a great cartoon. It's funny. He's almost, he, his, one of his catchphrases was the opposite of an Australian catchphrase, which is good day. And he would say <laughs> bad day all the time. <laughs> he would say what a weird connection. Interesting. Interesting. I like saying, I like how good day is an Australian catchphrase. Yeah. It's good day. Well, they've really, they've cut out that there's, you need, there's no specificity needed. Cause you could say good morning, mm-hmm. good afternoon, good night. And there's like good day, good time. Good night. Good, good month. I like, I, I like to say good night. <laughs> because what is that uh, bye and good night. No, because I, I, I also like to say bidet. Oh, I got you. Cause I like to. <laughs> It's in, in Shittistan, the country I live in, you say benight and bidet. I do when it's people's birthday. Cause when, you know, it was like happy B day. I go happy bidet. <laughs> oh, now there's Anyway, something. fuck all this, dude. This is all out. <laughs> <laughs> it's staying in, bitch. All right, let's close this out. Um, do you have anything fun? Anything fun you want to talk about before we get out of here? Mm, I finished Miles Morales. Yeah, I thought you would maybe plug your album that you wrote and put out. That I don't think you talked about. Tim. <laughs> no, you, Tim, I finished Spider-Man. <laughs> you know what's most important to me in this world. Well, you know, well, you know, Tim, I just finished a large project of mine, something that's very close to my heart, put a lot of effort, a <laughs> yeah. lot of time, a lot of about thought. About someone I love quite a lot. Something, someone I love quite a bit, just dedicated, uh, spent a lot of time on it. But yes, I have a new EP out. It is called One October. Um... And you can listen to it on wherever it is that you do that. And it's uh, on Spotify. Yeah, it's on Spotify. It is on Apple Music and all of them. Uh, it is That's about. Cool. It is three songs that I have written for Shannon, my girlfriend, who mm-hmm. I love very much. Did I did I read it right? Did I, okay, sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I love her very very much, and she's great. I didn't have any help with the words. 
They're all my words. Anyway, yeah, I wrote one of the songs like a very long time ago, um, and genuinely have been try- <laughs> I'm trying to get the first song on that EP out for fucking two, three years. Mm-hmm. I recorded the version you hear on the thing was recorded. The voice and the ukulele I did last October or last September, thinking it would come out in October, mm-hmm. um, and it didn't. <laughs> and then, I, but then I did just recently. I recorded piano at the beginning of this October. And then thought it would be out in the middle of October. <laughs> and yeah, but that's the way that, you know, if you ever look at an album, it'll say recorded between 1997 to 1999. Sometimes, you know, you got to move the, move the sessions yeah. around, mix some tape. You know, I recorded hit, all the, the piano the for the, the second and third songs, at the, also at that same session. And the third song was written in words. I wasn't entirely sure what the melody was. And so what I did was slam... The chords that I play all the <laughs> Bunch time. Bunch of beers back until I wrote a melody <laughs> that I liked. <laughs> no, I just fucking played the same progression I do with everything a couple different ways. <laughs> I, I, I knew, I knew I gen, generally what it was going to sound like. Like I kind of had a I, – I remember I was plucking around with something and I – because I knew the rhythm of how long each – verse was going to be and and the middle mm-hmm. part and stuff but then i i just completely kind of put it together after i recorded that the piano for the third song in about i'm not even exaggerating it was probably about 15 minutes i recorded those well, very cool that stuff and then yeah anyway more importantly miles i feel bad joking about it i actually i really do i, <laughs> I love those songs they're very important to me i was very nervous about putting them out because they're like very genuine and most of my other songs are about like me being an idiot or you know me. Oh, but putting a banana <laughs> yeah, me or doing stuff with bananas and stuff. Banana. But banana um, yeah, these were these were very uh, personal and freaky to put out, and I was very nervous about how I sound in them. I was very nervous. I did all the mixing and stuff in this, um, with help from Nick, sound guy Nick. Um, mm-hmm. but I put them all together at the end, and I really it makes me very nervous to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm too I'm it. I tweak it constantly, so it's like kind of like I have to do it that way. But then I don't know, man. It it. Just listen to it. You tell me what you think. Hey, yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, listen, Spider Man. Yeah, I want to. I just want to. I want to hear you talk about Spider Man for a second. Spider Man Miles Morales is. I really love it. I really do. I love it. They did a great job. It looks incredible. So uh, it's not. So it is like a fully. New, it's a one point five of a game. It's not you know, like an expansion it is, pack. It's like a thing, a new one. It's it's a one point five. It is not an expansion right. pack. It is it is right. its own full ass game. It's got whole different mechanics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Control wave for the most part, it it works the same way. Um, how's that haptic like, feedback on that? How's those those pressy backy PS? It's pretty cool, man. It's clickies. pretty cool. I will say it's cooler in like I got Call of Duty to play with my little brother, and mm-hmm. in that kind of thing where it's a little more active, the way that it feels when you're doing stuff like firing right. a weapon <laughs> so for those yeah, yeah jesus for those of you who don't know like the playstation 5 typically games have those little triggers on the back because like the r2 and r l2 controllers they have a, a little bit of what's called haptic feedback where you press down on it and the controller actually pushes back to simulate what you're pressing on a little bit so like um if you're pulling trigger like in a game you know pulling a trigger on a gun it would more accurately represent like how a trigger on a gun would feel I have a little bit more yeah. resistance to it when you pull it um, and it, it's it's <clears throat> very engaging, apparently. It's cool in that demo one that they put, because there's a, there's a game that they put on all the PS5s, that Astro's Playroom one, which is... Oh, but that's that's how you got to gauge every feature, because like the, their demo one is like, oh, that's cool. Now let's see any games use this, please. Right. Any game at all. Which it usually, makes me like want to... Sony's MO. And maybe, maybe I should get like that Sackboy game or something, because it's like... It feels like it works the best in that kind of thing where there's a lot of interactions with things. Like, cause in that demo, it's like, oh, you pull on, like, you pull this shit out of the ground and you have lasers and there's, you fly. And it really, they really take advantage of it, obviously, in that. And it wasn't quite like, I didn't quite feel that way playing Spider Man where it was like, ah, the controller effect is like so necessary or adds some mm-hmm. big element to it. But also, I wasn't really tuned into it because, you know, Spider Man was on my TV. So That's I wasn't true. really like thinking about what was going on in my hands. Um, but yeah, so, I, you know what? It's, it's fucking short, dude. And I will say, I now understand having played through it, I get why there was confusion in the announcement of it. I get why the Sony CEO or whoever the hell that was said it's not a full game. 
because it is. I'm not even like trying to take away. It is. It's very it's, and it's very complicated and new. And there's a whole fucking crazy. You know, the, there's a whole new story. But I get it because I, I mean, I it took me. How much a year. did it cost? Uh, I think it was fifty. Okay, so it's discounted. It's not yeah, the price. Yeah, I a didn't full pay game. for the. No, like, I didn't do the one that had. I kind of regret it, but I didn't buy the one that had the remaster because when i fucking pre-ordered it when i pre-ordered the game it was before they had announced that your save shit would go from your ps4 one to the new one so i was like i'm right. not gonna play that i'm not gonna play that game it took me a year to finish the first spider-man game i'm not gonna do that again because it was it was just long and i, I will say what this one does a better job at oh so does in, this have this has the whole first whole ass first game and then continues the story into this miles morales stuff is that the no, Miles is its own game, but when you bought, there was like a 60 or $70 version of the game that I could have pre-ordered that comes with a remastered uh-huh. Spider-Man PS4 game, which, and it looks okay. great. I mean, to, to its credit, I've watched a lot of stuff about it, but I was like, I, I know I'm going to just want to play Miles, and if I want to play the other one, I'll fucking put the, I'll put the Spider-Man desk back in. Um, but then they announced, like, whatever it was, it was like two days or a day before... <laughs> the Miles game was coming out, they were like, yeah, we're actually going to let you transfer all your shit into the remaster. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you motherfuckers. But anyway, it's actually cool that they did that. I'm not trying to like act like that's not just a good thing that they changed that. But um, yeah, the first one took me a very long time. And I will say Miles being shorter, it cuts out the, it cuts out the, all the things I didn't like about the first one. Stealth I did not like missions. No, there's there's still some stealth shit because unfortunately Miles can turn invisible, so that's like a oh, whole well, ass yeah. element. Yeah, I mean whatever. That's but I mean like you're not playing as Mary Jane walking around. No, for some oh reason. my god, no, no, bizarre. There's none of that. There's none of the puzzles. Thank the frigging lord. And there's plenty of like where uh, dude, I was like getting, I was getting nervous about it because it's like land on this on this transmitter and track where the signal's coming from, and I was like, ah, oh, Christ, I'm gonna have to put together these fucking little I, oh, i'm gonna have to do that do the fucking weird the pipes the pipe dream game where you gotta get the liquid and then it just goes Bleh. oh dude yeah and there's none of that anymore there's none of those there's none of those puzzles even the challenges even like the side mission stuff where you have to go around and like to complete the game you have to do like oh spidey set up all these things around the city for you to do right that that even those were it was just less i will say i was disappointed when i was done but only because i really just i love Spider-Man. I think I wanted so it to be I, what like twice as long. do you think of the new, I talk about the new face model? I don't like it, dude. Face model for Peter? I, I've he's heard too it doesn't cute. fit at all. He's way too cute. He looks too young. Yeah. Like, it, it's just... I, and it here's the real... Here's the issue. Maybe if that was how he looked from the jump, I would have gotten behind it. His voice would have been attached to that face. But it is a very bizarre thing to do with a game that people have had for two years. And that I... I mean, I don't know about, any, about other people. Like, I know Jack Howard is like me and he'll occasionally just pop it on to like be spider-man and swing around and and you know do some little side mission stuff but i've been like kind of consistently playing this other game for two years and the mm-hmm. guy looked this way it would it's it's like it's like anything with the voice actors like any animated anything where you you're seeing the voice come out of a certain face for enough time that then if you just change the face it's like right this just is com- completely this in the opposite way usually usually it's the voice will change and it's like right. oh, okay now i just gotta get used to this it's right. I don't know why they did that. Because they probably wanted him to look a little more like Tom Holland. He looked I I think when they started developing the game. Yeah, it looks like Andrew Garfield. It's a little Andrew Garfield. It's it was dude, well, it was that just was weird, my, man. that was my but that was my whole take on the first game. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of like had we yeah. done more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, this is the kind of how that would be." And and uh, that was yeah. sort of something that I dig I dug about it to be honest. So for them Me to too. Yeah, I think, dude, the Spider-Man, uh, this is a huge, is a big thing, I'm going to say, but I think that Spider-Man PS4 is in my top favorite Spidey stories of all time. I really liked how it played out, and kind of one of my top, like, Peter Parkers. I don't know if I, I could do without Spider-Man being, like, plugged into the police force. Right. And <laughs> Drug dealing, my my least favorite crime. Oh, uh, dude, really? that's the best line. That is the in the game because he says it all the time. It's not even like oh it happened God, once yep. and I get to move on. He almost every time he's like, ah, busting up drug. And there's one time he lands and he goes like, you know, if you guys got normal jobs, maybe you wouldn't need to sell drugs. <laughs> like Spider Man, like, holy shit, dude, dude, Peter, <laughs> the most the most tone deaf. <laughs> God damn. I mean, like Miles, that's, it's, it's, it's kind of cute. In Miles, his 
he doesn't really have quips. He just he and which is sort of part of like the joke of the game is he's still kind of getting into like how do you land and be clever. He kind of just lands and is like, you "Guys are really doing this, really?" That's like his line every time. Is yeah. Like, hey, don't. <laughs> <laughs> which it kinda, I like. It's kind of cute. I don't love. I will say, I, don't <laughs> love, I got used to it, but I Excuse went me. into the game not really loving the Miles voice. Mm-hmm. Don't really. I didn't really love it in the first. PS4 game, but I also remember the Spider-Man, the Ultimate Spider-Man game on the PS2. The kid who plays Peter, it's very, it's a very high voice. And I remember like when I first started playing that, being like, "What the shit? That is not Spider-Man's voice." And then that one has grown on me in a huge way. That is like one of my, I think it's the voice I hear whenever I read an Ultimate Spider-Man comic. Is is yeah. this the guy who who played him in that one? Um, it's fun, dude. I again, I wish it was. Twice as long. I don't wish it was four times as long like the other one, but I wish it was double how long it was. Uh huh. Well, they'll probably add some more content. I, I I heard that it was like a rocks on underground thing story, and yeah. then the, somebody somebody told me that there's actually no. Well, I guess this is a spoiler, so sp- mild spoilers. But apparently, the well, Minotaur yeah, doesn't turn- show up. What the fuck are you right? talking about? I don't even know who you're the talking mi- about. The Minotaur. He's like the Dario Adger. He's like the big guy who heads rocks on. You ever read read like a Thor comic where he shows up? Well, like Roxanne is, oh. it's led by like the Minotaur, like the Minotaur of myth, right? But he's, um, you know, he's just like a horrible capitalist. That's his whole thing. Like he's just like a, he, but he also just happens to be a gigantic bull man. So I thought that he would be the main antagonist, and apparently he's not even in it, which I think is very funny. So I'd imagine that there'll be like some some DLC. I don't really know much about Roxanne and all that. Yeah, stuff. well, whatever. That's cool. There was just like there was literally just a uh, like a Hulk. Thor thing about them, I guess, within the last 10 mm. years. That's the only reason I know any of this. I wouldn't know any. Yeah, it's but, funny. Yeah. Dude. I mean, truly, and I, I know that obviously he's, it's everything at some point has shown up in Spider-Man, but I say this all the time, but so much of my perception of the Marvel comic universe is from the Spider-Man perspective. No, but, <laughs> like, but you know what? But I think that that's kind of like a part of the whole appeal of the thing is that you could pick up, you can pick a camp and I just read Hulk comics. That's how I experience the Marvel universe. And that's totally yeah. fine. Like, and that's, and also that, I think that's what turns a lot of people off about comics is they feel like they need to read all the stories, but that's only really for the crossovers and you don't even have to engage with any of that. You could still just follow your guy and still get like the story. Um, it is hard though, when it occasionally will be like, like, oh, I wish I could say hi to Aunt May, but she's stuck in the green dimension. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then it says like, read Thor number 492. And I'm like, what the fuck? How yeah. Did- <laughs> Just the the green dimension. You don't know how weirdly accurate that that actually is. There has oh, been this whole thing. No, no. Oh, you read the Hulk. Have you read the Hulk? The the. Oh no! Are you about to say there's literally a green dimension? There is. Ah, uh, cool. There's like a the, there's the the green the open green door, which is like the <laughs> what what the Hulk the sees every time Hulk? that he dies. Ah. And it's like you know the idea is that the Hulk's power actually comes from like a one of the circles of hell, and which is what was opened with the. It's a whole thing, but there's why, a big green why, door in a green why? dimension. Why? Because they, they wanted to they, well, because they wanted to add a horror aspect to the Hulk. And dude, it's fucking dope. It's really good. The Immortal Hulk. It's the 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 run that's been going for the last like five six years. Very very good. I am so against the midichlorianing of things, and it's fascinating. Yeah, why? Sure. It's fascinating when it goes from quote unquote. You know, from sci-fi. Yeah, I would say, yeah. From, when it goes from sci-fi, science fiction, he was radiated with a thing. It fucked with his cells. And now when he gets mad, it causes a chemical reaction that makes him big and green. And then when they go from that to, like, actually, hell is real. And the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, hell has always up. been real in the Marvel Universe. Hell has no, been, like, I a know, place that they can go to. Oh, There's I know, man. characters. Fucking Mephisto making a deal. And, yeah. Yeah. Classic. But anyway. Um, it's cool, man. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I, fun. It is a, and the photo mode is bonko. But it's not like that seen. just comes out... Uh, just to counter that, though, but it's not like the shit comes out of nowhere. It comes out of writing stories with this character for 60 years. Various people doing all this kinds of weird shit with him. You know, having him be a, a, a gray, intelligent mafioso that uses a gun for a little while. And it eventually beckons the question of, what the fuck is the Hulk? How could he do all these things? And why can't he die? And then you take it to a weird place. You're like, all right, what if what if his power actually comes from some kind of demon's energy? I don't, I don't fucking know. 
yeah. I don't think like it's not like it goes from A to B and it's those disparate points. It goes from A to A sixty seven because it's already been through uh, you know four different times that it's closed down think, and, and reopened and yeah. You know, man, I think I just I think I just I never like more explanation like i would rather i I hear you i would rather them like the things i buy and the things that i get down with is when it's like you know oh dr strange is actually stuck back in time which is actually a parallel dimension and he's destroyed the universe by accident but if he can hop back he'll be fine and just back on regular earth 616 like i can get down with the like far removed adventures it's when you start to re-explain like you know honestly i should hate Maybe this is just because I'm biased and I love Spider-Man. I should hate the the like um what the hell's Madam Web stuff stuff and more yeah, Madam yeah, Web yeah. and, and the idea that he's like a fucking totem and like I should hate that because I'm like, no, I like he just got bit and now he's got powers and he's a normal boy. There's no right. cosmic <laughs> reason, like but I, well, I kinda a, I, kinda I like think that. that's the but they can but both you know, exist. They can both exist simultaneously. It's like, look, just because this is the secret origin of where it came from doesn't invalidate the other shit. Until it does, then they retcon it. You, you know, know why I think it works? <laughs> yeah, I mean, though. this is I reality like, writing sixty years of a character. I like that in the Spider-Man with the Morlon stuff and the he's a you know spider totem and all that. I like that it's like him getting the powers is what made him that. It wasn't like, oh, you were chosen by right. this cosmic spirit. It like. Like that stuff, I just don't, dude. I, again, I could even get behind the fucking Cindy Moon thing of like, hey, did you know? You know how Spider Man's been around for fifty years? Believe this. Uh, actually, there was someone else at the lab, and she got bit right after him on the ankle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, whatever, cool, fine. I don't fucking sure, care. yeah. She's but, been locked in a room for thirty yeah, she's years. Been That's in why a room, you've never seen yeah. her. We've had her in in comics in jail. a room. Yeah. I don't know. Silk. Like that stuff doesn't bother me as much as the like. Uh, Digging into the fabric of the why and the how. Yeah, know? I know what you mean. Where it's just like we've uh, the the concept of eternity is it a literal character? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're explaining metaphysics in in excruciating detail, and it, it has been like in the Marvel universe, like broken down how everything functions, and they explain totally. they explain the universe ending. Galactus is the last remaining being in the previous iteration of the universe <laughs> that's been forwarded to ours. Cool. It's you know. If you look, if you read enough comics, you you learn the uh, the true metaphysics of the universe, and that's uh, my fear is that that's kind of where the fucking comics or the movies are going, oh, right? Where it's just like yeah. you know we're, we're crossing over dimensions and we're going to start talking about shit and like dimensional incursions and it is man, this is where this is where people get bucked. I cannot believe we have zero about the Eternals yet. I it, that's crazy. Holy sh- yeah, man, I forgot. <laughs> I entirely it was supposed forgot. to come out like yesterday. Like, was it? I entirely forgot that it that it was happening at all. Yeah, crazy. And it's supposed to be the fucking new. Like, that's their. That's the first yeah. foot forward. You know, it's oh, crazy. Christ. I am excited for um, Spider Man Three: The Team Up. Mm-hmm. If they were Far really out. cool, they would name it Three Spider Man. Three Spider Man. Three Spider Man and a and a strangey. Yeah. I think it's gonna be. I got my. I got my money on homesick. That's what I think they're gonna call it. Oh, homesick. Yep, that's a good one. They're traveling across dimensions. Yep, scattered in time and space. I really love. I know we got to bring this home, but a comics team up I love is Spider Man and Doctor Strange. I do like those characters together. Um, I do think they're fun because, like you know, Spider Man has a greater cosmic significance that he's either ignorant to or doesn't really care about. And Strange sees it, and he does also doesn't really mind. They're both like very just down to earth cosmic beings floating. Yeah. I, I just I like the way that they that they vibe together. I love um, I love when he's like, "Hey, uh, I, I took my mask off," and he's like, "Yeah, I saw that actually. I actually saw that a hundred years ago when I was in a hundred years in the past, and I I experience all timelines simultaneously." Right. He's like, "Yeah, could you do something about that?" And he goes, "Yeah, give me a second. And he just makes everyone forget who Peter Parker is. Like, he goes, ah, fuck, all right. He takes out a book yeah. that's like, in case Peter does it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, I've had this one sitting around for quite a while. Yeah, that's good stuff. We should bring this too close. All right, all folks, right, well, Tom, do you have a moment of zen? Do you have anything to say before we go? What's my moment of zen? Mm. Um, uh, brush your teeth before you wash your face. That's mine. Because the the hmm. the um around the corners of your mouth and on your chin, the uh, the 
the toothpaste can leak onto it and irritate it and sometimes cause acne or whatever. And, and washing it away with uh, a cleanser, gentle cleanser, after you brush your teeth can be uh, very beneficial. It's pretty cool. Your skin clear. There you go. What a fucking hot hey, tip. Like, thank you. If you like what you heard here, please go to www.patreon.com slash reasonable beef. Um, that's Patreon. We just put up a new one. It's me and Kelly talking. We went to Disney World during a pandemic. If you want to hear us talk about that, you can mm-hmm. go there. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> it was great. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I had a great time. And I didn't get sick. No one got sick. Uh, well, well, I'm sure not no one. Got sick. <laughs> <laughs> no one. No one. But it was not me or anyone I know. Uh-huh. And uh, please go to www.twitter.com slash reasonable beef. Uh, Discord link's right there. Come join the community. Everyone's chatting. Everyone's talking. Everybody's talking at me. Um, and I do know the words they're saying because I can read them on my Discord. Anything to say before we go? Uh, uh, no. All right, bye. Good night, everyone. Bye. <laughs>